It is another episode of the Jedi Sorter. I am your host, Jay Larson, and joining me, as always, is Patrick Whiting. Hello, Patrick. Howdy, Jay. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I can't complain. What about you? Not too shabby. Not too shabby. It feels like a long week. I've lost track of the days a couple times so far. Uh, huh. I, I, Yeah. I'm not even sure what day it is right now. Um, it's one of three days. It's either Tuesday, Thursday, or Wednesday. But it's definitely not Friday. Huh. Well, I... Uh... I'm excited because I have um, been getting to play more games of late, which okay. is wonderful. That so, is good. So that's nice. That is good. Yeah. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Um, so for a rules corner question, one that's interesting that... What I saw in the rules was, so if I draw a card, spend a force point to put that unit in reserve, and then I draw another card, and it is the Shatterpoint card, can I set that card aside and draw again, or do I have to use my Shatterpoint? That was the question on the rules forum. And the correct answer is that... Uh, yes, you can um, spend the force point and draw the next card. It's true, yeah, because it's not you're not reserving a card with the shatter point. It is just reshuffling back into your deck. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, Javni. Thoughts on that one, or any thoughts on uh, things in general with uh, the Shatterpoint deck or the Order deck? Um, I think I think the the Shatterpoint card is still kind of a um, a learning opportunity for all of us, and I think. I think I forget sometimes how how much subtle control I actually have and I will reactively want to use the Shatterpoint card or I also kind of want to do the Shatter Shuffle real bad whenever whenever I can just for the sake of doing it. Um, but really, like... Uh, Shuffling that Shatterpoint card back in can be really good. Uh, it gives you, yeah, it just gives you a little bit more more control, which I think is appreciated in this game. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, so we wanted to talk a little bit about. Uh, some of our initial thoughts and reactions on Cad Bane and on Padme Amidala. So, Patrick, which one do you want to touch on first? Why don't we go alphabetically? Okay. Because uh, that's how it's pulled up in my hands. All right. So... Cad Bane, it is inter- very interesting in my opinion that he is... There's two main interesting things about him mm-hmm. uh, that we can't not talk about. The first one is that he's going to have nine squad points, and the next one is that he only has two force points. Yeah. <laughs> so, how surprised are you I, I I didn't think that we would ever see a two force point primary character. Um, was that silly of me? 
Maybe. I, I, I don't, I didn't rule it out, but maybe I wasn't expecting it so soon. And frankly, when I, when I, when they first revealed him, I had just sort of innately assumed it was going to be like an eight and three situation. And I just breezed right by it. And, um, looking at people's reactions, they kept saying nine, two, nine, two. And I was like, well, I don't remember seeing nine, two. It's he's got, he's got nine, like nine health and three durability. That's so I switched back over and I was like, Oh wow. Nine, two. Uh, oh wow. Indeed. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I'm both excited and yeah, really kind of at a loss as to how to plan for him moving forward. Uh, it seems like, I, I, I think it's, I think it's really, it's cool. It's fertile territory for creative squad building. So I, I like that. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, the the other the other part that I think is interesting about this is I think that it is a prime indication in in my opinion that he is going to have a five point secondary character in his I box. I think that's yeah I think that's that's really likely. And so I'm pretty excited slash interested to see what uh see what that character is see what they do it uh, you know we're we're basically at a hundred percent success rate at this point of um characters that are five points being kind of bonkers <laughs> So far, I mean, we just have the one, but it's uh, there's um, one of the, one of the um, 100%. players. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. It's true. Uh, one of the players north of me um, up there, Ogden, pointed out uh, in our in our local Discord that they have already shown off some of Ara Singh's abilities in the the rulebook, uh, which I had completely forgotten about, mm. and. In, in one of one of the, like the little example boxes okay. and uh, looking that over again like just with those two two abilities that they show that they've shown uh, she seems like she's off to a good start very killy yeah very very uh, maybe mobile and long range for sure so I well not I'm I'm going out on a limb there when I say for sure but She's got a giant rifle on her back, and and I I feel pretty safe making that uh, that assumption. But and if it's physical, whatever. She she sounds like she might be cool. Hopefully we uh, we're going to be two for two with the that that five point secondary. So that's a lot of points. Five points. Wow. That's a lot. Then we have his abilities. His first one. How about you step aside? It costs a force. Choose an enemy character within three and an active objective it is contesting. The chosen character may dash away from the objective. Then, after any moves are resolved, if the character is no longer contesting the chosen objective, it gains disarm. If it is still contesting, it gains exposed and strained. Yeah, I think this is a really good ability. And it's a little interesting too when it says dash away. Uh I don't I don't know if we've seen that on somebody else before. Yeah. I I think it's interesting because if if the model's standing exactly on the objective, where do they go? Wherever they want. Um I'm assuming the Cad Bane player would get to pick. I don't know. I don't know if they do. Um, maybe. Yeah, maybe you're right. In Marvel style, right? It would be the opposing player, but this is shown time and again that it's it's taking some slightly different directions with how that it is resolves true. some of these things. So, um, 
But I, uh, I mean, maybe that's a clever thing to do is if you're going against Cad Bane, you just put yourself directly on the objective. Uh, if you wanted to somehow play play around this disability. But the extra little caveats, I think, are interesting. Yeah. Um, next, he has rocket boots, which lets him jump. Uh, for one force. Next one is no one gets between me and my job. Cost of force. Uh, I think it's interesting that he has three abilities that each cost a force, and he only has two force. <laughs> well, he he only contributes to the pool, but if you put him with sure. somebody that contributes more, maybe you're yeah not feeling it as badly. Uh, when another allied unit makes a combat action, if this unit is not engaged, it may use this ability. Choose one of the targeted characters. Within four, one character in this unit deals two damage to the chosen character. If none of the targeted characters are within four, each character in this unit may jump towards one of the targeted characters. There we go. We got the toward again. They're attaching movement. Uh, well, they have done toward before, but. Yeah. Um, I like it. Like, I think it's a very good ability. I like it a lot. It, I think Cad Bane has got a really, like, my first look at him just so far before we go to his identity, he's got a lot of sort of indirect damage potential. Uh, doing the, um, somebody, somebody in the area pointed out. One of the people I play with pointed out that even with uh, "How about you step aside?" It's if they if they remain contesting the objective and they decide decide to do the strain and exposed. That that strain can do some some ex, like a lot of extra damage uh, mm-hmm. if they want to use any sort of reactive ability uh, and. It's I don't it it's just I think I think he's so, so interesting and so cool uh, with maybe the just the ceiling seems really high with him with Cad Bane and then with no one gets between me and my job like there's three damage from a strain potentially there's two damage from that reactive ability potentially one of his sides which we'll get to can do a fair bit of damage like I think. His ceiling is just, and maybe, and a lot of the bounty hunters are, are, to me, they look really, really cool with Django and and him. They, they have a really cool design space so far. Uh, well, I mean, Django's freaking bonkers. So, <laughs> you know, I don't <laughs> well, know what to say about that. <laughs> yeah, Cad, Cad Bane's not far behind. It would so, I. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk more about list building ideas, I guess, in a second. Um, but so here's another. I mean, to talk about the ability we were just talking about, no one gets between me and my job. Um, I do think it's interesting that you know how many times do you attack a character and it's left within leave it on one, left, leave it on one or two hit points. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's a pretty pretty big number, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all the time happens. All the time. Eighty uh, percent of the time, it happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, obviously, range four is is a pretty big limiter, and so he kind of has to be up in the mix. I'm I'm always kind of surprised by how short range four is uh, when compared to like the size of the map. <laughs> yeah. It's range four feels a lot bigger on in MCP than it does in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so I don't know. Any, any other thoughts on, on this ability? But like, uh, like a lot of his abilities, Positioning is going to be a really big part of his play. So I think if you get in the mind of Cad Bane, you become the Bane. I think 
I think there's just the sky's the limit with this character. Um, and if you can get the positioning down, I think, I think you might just can casually or continually just explode characters right and left. No longer do you have to worry about leaving them on one or two. They are just going to be like dead to rights over and over again. I, I think clone clones may have a little bit of concern uh, with their sort of smaller health pool. I think he'll just start acing a bunch of clones across across the tables. But that's yeah. So next build he has is I'll take on any job for the right price. When an allied character wounds an enemy unit after the effect is resolved, refresh one force point, and one character in this unit may heal one. Then if the allied character is a bounty hunter, refresh another force point. It's really good. It's really, really good. Yeah, I'm I'm curious who all is going to have the bounty hunter tags in his box set. Well, probably all of them. I would assume so. Yeah. So that Django. means that means if you have Django and all of those, that's quite a lot of refreshing. So I, th- yeah. I think that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think so. And if Django's doing any of the killing of a primary or a secondary, Correct. you refresh like, to refresh you refresh another one. It's payday. It feels it's so. It's so cool. I think it's it's so cool. Uh, the bounty hunters may may be some of my favorite designs thus far. They're just really really interesting, and and I think maybe that lends the design is easier because they're they're not really tied to sort of some sort of concept as much. Uh, even like canonically, they can be really whoever they want to be and designing for them, I bet is a real treat. Yeah. I think that, I don't know. I I think that, um, I, I I just think that Django's bonkers. So (laughs) that's all I have to say about that. I think Django is, is wonderful. A wonderful character. I enjoy playing him all the time. I play him a lot right now, and I don't really want to stop. <laughs> uh, and I think I'll just play him more with Cad Bane. Yeah. Like so. Yeah. When we go into list ideas, I'm excited to have that part of the conversation. Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit about uh, his his combat tree. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess what are your what are your overall thoughts? Uh, I think it's interesting. I think it's pretty good. I uh, they're both uh, only like they only go five deep, which I think is nice, uh, and they accomplish a lot in those five s- sort of steps. The one that's the the thing that I I've been still wrapping my head around is are the uh, expertise charts and how they kind of change. I mean, one is supposed to be a little bit more melee, one's supposed to be a little bit more ranged, but one feels a little bit the range thing is a little wonky where one side has eight dice but the expertise chart isn't as good as the one that has seven dice, which I think is interesting. And the one that has seven dice, I think does more damage. Is that right? I feel like that's true. Yeah. It does more damage overall. Six, nine versus eight, I think. So yeah, it's a, uh, and the ranged one has, he's got a better defensive expertise. Maybe, maybe pretty similar. They're really interesting. I, I'm not, uh, I like them. Uh, like, I like them. What about you? One, what do you, what are you thinking here? 
one potential concern I have with him mm. is I like it when my primaries have more pushes than he has. Yeah, he, he or at well, least he's... options for it. Yeah, I mean on he's got on one of his sides. You have to get to your third success to get your very first push. Yeah, and then you have to get all the way to all five to get the second one. And That's then true. on his other one, you only have one push, and so especially if you are playing against clones that have steadfast as an example. Sure. That that is some sad times. <laughs> it is. Although I think his MO isn't so much to do the controlling as it is at least control in that sense, as it is to just control you through like mind play and outright murder. Sure. Well, um, you, you said but you were I, very... I agree. I, I would, I would like to see. Sorry, what? I was going to move on. You were going to say you would like oh. to see what? I, I would, I would, I would like to see maybe the expertise charts line up a little bit differently, but otherwise, I mean, I, I, I like them. I like the. That he has a bunch of jumps too. Yeah. And he's got a lot of conditions that he can apply pretty well, they're a little bit further down. The disarm on the as long as I get paid side is a welcomed site. I think disarm is a really frustrating condition to play around. Hmm. So you said you're excited to discuss uh, ideas building. with list building. Mm-hmm. So let's let's do that. Excellent. You uh, you mentioned you you had some ideas. I'm I'm curious what uh, what you're thinking so far. Well, I think that in general. So I, I guess there's. I have a few thoughts. Hmm. Uh, one is one option, and and I, I know you're going to appreciate this option since okay, uh, you think he's the strongest character in the game. But <laughs> <laughs> if if you pair Dooku with Cad Bane, you're going to have yeah. the benefit of a four focus. Sorry, four force caster primary. I'm slipping into all sorts <laughs> of uh, war machine lingo, um, and so that gets you up to six. Um, do you do you do you think that overall that how often are you thinking you're going to do a a five uh, force list versus looking at something like Dooku, Anakin, or or Vader? I feel like of the four ones, so my first Dooku's kind of clearly the best with him. Yeah, that that's that's my first thought. That's the thing I will try uh, as soon as soon as I get him is is Dooku. So the I I want to go Dooku, just the Duke straight Dooku box with the cat. Yeah, that's box. the part that's funny about it is that it's it literally is everything that came in the Dooku box. Yeah, that, and that's exactly what I want to play. Yeah, and. And I don't, I mean, there's so much to explore still with what's in the Cad Bane box, but not even knowing any of that, just, just Cad Bane and the Dooku box. And I'm, I'm kind of off to the races there. The amount of, of force efficiency in that combination. And I'm sure, I'm sure lots of people have thought and, yeah. and seen this too, uh, because it's such, such a sexy, uh, an appealing <laughs> idea, but so much force efficiency. Ah, man. The you other wound one, me, I get force back. I wound you, I get force back. There's totally makes up for the for the six versus the seven. The other one that I've been considering 
um, is, and, and some of this is just the, I guess I've, he's, he's one of the characters that I enjoy playing the most. And so that's going to be Lord Maul. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, I, I think that if, if it's, I think you're likely going to want to take a primary that does not, is, is not force hungry. And yeah. that's obviously something that Lord Maul qualifies for. Mm-hmm. And so he's, he's not contributing the four force that Dooku is, and he's not refreshing like Dooku is, but I can see strong arguments on wanting to have Dooku in your, in another list. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a, a four list pairing. Yeah. And so I think that's an option. Um, I, yeah, I, you, you and I are both thinking the same thing. That was, that's the, the exact, exact second pick that I have is, is I'll probably, I'll probably try, try Maul out before I try out Dooku. I'm guessing. I'm not sure who cool. I would. You go left, I, I'll go right. Yeah, there we go. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure who I want to take as my support unit. That yeah, right now I I don't. There's nothing that I particularly love to take with Maul, other than Maul. I think Django with Maul seems like a right. We'd we go. Yeah, it would definitely. Well, yeah, it would definitely include Django, and so you know it would probably be um yeah who do you go with there's not not a huge amount of agnostic support options i mean it could you could potentially go with the night sister acolytes oh yeah that's true yeah that's a that's a good cho- choice. Yeah, good pick. Yeah, that could be an that, uh Yeah, I I was super excited for them, and I've I've just completely abandoned that excitement after I saw Cad Bane. Uh, ah. Still excited, still excited for them, but Cad Bane is 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 a different kind of excitement. So, um, yeah, nice. So, this was a great pick. I, I guess I'm I'm curious then what. Uh... Well, first off, I've I've said two list building ideas from me so far. Uh, did you have any other list building ideas that you were excited about? I'm just I, so because he only has two, and he has pretty good force recovery, and finding other options for force recovery. Uh, Things I look at uh, include, I just look at all of the sort of the force recovery options. Uh, I am interested in maybe a, a Mace Windu. I think, mm-hmm. I, and I think he's appealing. Uh, one, he's got he's got four, so that's that's appealing. <laughs> but if you you have a pretty easy Act, like you have pretty easy access to to force recovery with Mace Windu just really quickly, immediately, and that can be really, really helpful. And and a lot of recover with that with that force recovery as well. So I think he's an interesting pair, uh, and then that's one that I will try. I'll, I'll probably put the Mace Windu box with the Cad Bane box to see how how they interact. I suspect it'd be pretty good. Um, I don't know how good and I have absolutely no experience with either of these characters. Right. So I'm just purely speculating, but uh, I think that's an interesting thing. I want to, I want to test out Uh, grievous is also an option. Uh, Our, our most overrated character so far. Uh, but I don't think it's a bad option. Like, I think, I think you, you I mean, he's got put Grievous. Force refresh as well. 
he does. He's aggressive. Uh, he, you put Django with him, and I think that fits well. And then, I mean, maybe you do B2s. And I think that that, you just swap out Kraken for Django. So I think that that could be an interesting approach. I, I'm kind of, I think that's kind of where I'm, I'm hovering for, for list building pairs so far. I, I'm excited. I'm very excited to see, see how this all plays out. I, I think the, one of the things that I find most exciting about Cad Bane is that it feels like they are, they're showing a capability to, um, stretch the design of the characters to make them fit the fluff of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And, and it, and, it doesn't feel like everything's the same, same, or, you know, whatever. And, and stuff actually does feel like, uh, like you're actually playing characters from, from the, the shows or whatever, which I yeah. think is great. I do too. Uh, I think AMG is, has been very good at imbuing the, the characters with, with, the, the felt sense of of identity that they have in the in the various medias that they're pulled from i think that they've done that really well with marvel and and they're they're really continuing the trend here with with shatterpoint i i i think that they've just done a great job uh and not just in in what they've done but you know what they've also held off from doing and when i say that i mean like lord vader when I look at Lord Vader, this is early Vader, right? He, uh, well, Lord, not Lord Vader. He's he's the Jedi hunter at this point. He uh, he's very aggressive. He's very grumpy, and he just wants to to like kill you, right? But he doesn't have sort of the force choke like you might expect, and 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 I I suspect that you. We might see that in the next edition of Vader that's coming out soon. So I'm I'm I mean to say all this just because I'm just very impressed with their with their their design and development work in in a lot of different ways. I would agree. So let's let's go ahead and move on and we can talk about Padme. Mm-hmm. So Queen Padme Almadala, she has uh, the the usual of eight squad points and three force points, and the ability she has. Um, I, we we didn't say this with Cad Bane, but he he had nine hit points and three wounds. Correct. Correct. Which is the same thing that Padme has, which is kind mm-hmm. of, uh, it feels like. It's relatively common. The, the standard, I would say. It's either 10-3 or 9-3. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Let's uh, let's let's talk about her abilities. The first one she has a royal command. Choose an allied galactic republic unit. Each character in the chosen unit may advance. It's pretty good. That is pretty good. It's obviously it's nice that she can either use this on herself or on you know, lots of other units yeah yeah it's uh it's a lot of a lot it's of like just a lot of options basically way way better than 
uh, for speed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's any anybody gets it. Yeah. She tells uh, you how high to jump, and you jump that high. So next one is coordinated fire. Uh, when a character in an allied handmaiden unit makes an attack as part of a combat action, before dice are rolled, this unit may use this ability. If the target character is within five of the character in this unit, the target character suffers two damage. So I feel like this ability is a little bit to be determined because we obviously don't know the hand means yet, but we did just have a discussion about how uh, two damage is a lot of times uh, all you need. All you need. So it's it's really interesting and and clearly i think helps kind of show that this is more of a support primary much much yeah. more of a support primary than uh than the role that we've seen in many of the others she's, oh, so got, she's got teeth she's got teeth next one is crack shot yeah. Characters in this unit have sharpshooter two. When this unit makes a focus action, each character in this unit may dash. Sharpshooter two seems pretty good. It's unfortunate that it doesn't have the additional part that Gar Saxon does to ignore cover. Yeah, but she, I mean, she's just got a little pistol, and he's got a giant rifle. I mean, so. I know, but I can. A man can wish. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's true. It, like it's true, but. But the uh, the dash is pretty nice. And it gives her it gives her angles. Um, so maybe you can you can position just right and reduce how much cover they might be getting. I don't I don't know. It's I'm, it's a long. It's, I'm stretching this, but it's still good. And it's so free. Last, it doesn't cost you anything. That's true. Last ability is Servant of the People. While this unit is not wounded, and while one or more characters in this unit are contesting an active objective, if this unit's active stance is Faith of Diplomacy, Allied Galactic Republic supporting characters can contest the same objective even while they are wounded. And the next one is while this unit is not wounded, if this unit's active stance is aggressive negotiations, each Galactic Republic supporting characters within range four add one die to their attack rolls. So what are your thoughts on this one? I think it's pretty good. I don't think it's the most amazing, but I do think it'll catch people off guard. I know it's going to catch me off guard. Um, I will I will probably forget about it at some point, and uh, my opponent's going to going to remind me when I've forgotten, <laughs> and it's going to suck. the The bubble with the extra dice is is also pretty good. I I'm a little bummed that it's just supporting units, but. I don't, it's not my it's not my favorite of all identity abilities. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting. Um, I don't know, I don't know how how much the it's anytime you can break a, a rule like that where you're able to contest when wounded is is pretty mm-hmm. nice. Um. It can, you know, if if it ends up making the difference on winning or losing a, a struggle, then that can be pretty instrumental in tipping the game. Um, so it's with that being said, though, it only applies to supporting characters. Yes, and it's not always been my immediate sort of play style to keep 
a supporting character in arm's reach of a primary character a lot of the time with with maybe some minor exceptions with like the magnet guard but i am not always keeping clone troopers right next to my primaries i'm not always keeping my mandalorians next to my primaries so well i'm and we'll see i am guessing i'm very curious to see what the hammings are like yeah and i'm assuming they're likely going to have some abilities that you know give you benefits if you yeah 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 that's exactly what what i was thinking maybe i'm inclined to think that they might be a little bit akin to magna guard yeah sure they provide extra benefits sure yeah that was that was my my thought direction too um any any thoughts on her combat freeze um well you like your pushes so she's got those that's true i will say I, i will say and this will also though go back to uh the previous conversation we had her guns are range four uh which she needs to like pick herself up a clone trooper uh, rifle because range four uh, does make me a little bit sad. Yeah, although she gets that dash if she does a focus action, and you probably want to focus with her as much as possible. That's true. So that six dice attack quickly becomes like a nine dice attack, which is not bad. That is also true. Uh, and I, I should, I should have, if I'm going to complain about range four <laughs> guns with her, it's, I do have the same complaint with Cad Bane, although I'm a little suspicious that he's going to be, want to be a little bit farther forward than her, or maybe, yeah. maybe yeah, I'm I wrong so. on that. I mean, I don't know. Where do you, do you think that you're, how do you think you're going to be positioning Queen Pat? I think. Queen Padme is probably going to try to stay in the back lines and and make her way to the midfield. I think Cad Bane is going to want to stay in the midfield as much as possible. Uh, maybe even going all the way into the backfield, just all all the way to the opponent's side. Uh, I don't think. I think. I think Padme plays very much like most of the Galactic Republic so far, and that's that's really staying mid mid to backfield, not really ever trying to or wanting to cross that midfield line. And I think she she supports that playstyle and wants to play the same way. Like hangs back, does some support stuff, right? She uses her abilities. And then when the opportunity presents itself, she does her her little crack shot, dashes up, and then shoots somebody with a bunch of dice. That's what I'm imagining. So what what do your initial list ideas or, or pairings with her? What 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 other primaries do you think you would take with her? Um. I'm actually kind of interested to see how Ahsoka might work with her. Um, so she doesn't, she's not a big drain on force points, which is helpful because Ahsoka wants most of them. And uh, I think I've, I've got the correct answer for you. Oh, please. <laughs> not to, not to say that your Ahsoka answer is wrong because it's, it, it's, it's also not, a good like, one. It's, it's okay. Here's 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 what I think. So uh, this this don't this say gets, Anakin. This gets both thematic points and no. good in-game points. Ugh. Obviously gross. Anakin. So oh, gross. Uh, first of all, I've been playing a little bit more Anakin, which everyone I, I played against them like, wow, I haven't played against Anakin since you know we played the core box, and then we're done playing. And they're like, wow, Anakin's a lot better than. <laughs> I remember. 
Um, she's good. Anakin's very good. So first off, like you said, she's herself is not force hungry and Anakin is very force hungry mm-hmm. and also Royal command helps. Oh, yeah. Good point. Amazing with one of Anakin's big weaknesses. Yeah. Being slow. Yes. Super duper slow. Takes his time. The other thing that I think is, I mean, we didn't talk about this, but, um, being able to, there's so many times it feels like where you are really hoping to draw a character so that you can move them to go score an objective. And if you're in a situation where you can draw her, if they're just one advance away or the other character to activate, to go move to the objective, um, it can make a big difference in your scenario play. Yeah. 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 And Royal command being up that full advance rather than the common, common dash is, is really good. And it's only one force point, which is it's also pretty, really good. pretty affordable. And if she's not going to get shot at the most, I think I think she probably goes without being wounded, maybe a little bit longer than average, unless somebody just has a lot of vitriol for Padme. Um, which could happen. But uh, I don't know. I think Padme and Anakin are one of my least favorite fictional pairings. Yeah. <laughs> All of human fiction. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe that's why I just sort of breezed by that. That was that was <laughs> grouping. That's fine. You can go with Ahsoka <laughs> and have a a girl power team. Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I mean, Ahsoka is not as overtly powerful, but uh, it's not that horrible. Horrible union. Uh, and they're friends, like Ahsoka and Padme are friends in the show, so it's uh, it's it's got some value there. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I I am much less jazzed on Padme. Not that I don't think she's cool, and I will probably play her um, a fair bit, but uh, I think Cad Bane's kit is a little bit more appealing to to where I'm at currently with the game. Um, our our local shop is very excited. For Padme, they said that uh, one of my my good friends uh, said that he is um, he feels like she is uh, going to fill out his his four list pairing really mm. well. So very cool. Yeah, yeah I, I I I feel that uh, I I feel that with Cad Bane, but I feel that, yeah I get it. I and I think she's really. I think the models look really sick too. So, yeah. And, uh, and after saying that they look really sick, I've been made more aware of my sort of generational slang as of uh, late. <laughs> so, what's your, if you were to give a number on your excitement levels for each of these two models, what what number are you giving them? What what is the where, one to ten. Where is the one to ten? Yeah. So, for we'll start with Padme. Maybe six and a half, seven. Yeah. Um, Cad Bane. I'm hovering like an eight and a half or nine. Uh. I know we got a couple coming here at the end of the week. Um, and I think with Mother Talson, or Talson, I'm maybe about a seven with. Tolson and maybe about a seven with with Mace. So I am I'm more excited about Cad Bane than than anything else coming out in the near future. Still hyped, you know. I, anything above a five, I think is is winning. But yeah, what about you? Um, I'll probably go like uh, six on Padme. And eight on Cad Bane. Oh, very cool. Very cool. If uh, we get to see 
and that's highly unlikely that we do. But if we get to see Yoda before year's end, where where is it? Where does your excitement land? Oh, I mean, Yoda's got to be like a ten. <laughs> Excellent. I just want to know. I just want to know where where the sort of the whole scale sits. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we're gonna stop there. Uh, you should subscribe to the podcast so you can listen to our bonus episode. We're going to talk about Barris. Uh, yep. I'll, I'll also talk a little bit about some of my adventures playing uh, Barris with the Grand Inquisitor and Vader. Very excited to have this conversation. <laughs> uh, and you'll get to listen to our episodes early and you will help make this podcast happen and have our many thanks. It's true. Uh, Thank you. As always, check out discountgamesinc.com. We've got a lot of Shatterpoint stuff coming out and uh, we want you to buy that stuff from, from Discount Games Inc. True story. All right. Well, we're going to wrap things up there and stay tuned and, and tune into the, the bonus episode. Yeah, to be continued. <laughs>